What's up, y'all? I got a dance deal for you, Chicago. Hubbard Street Dance heats up the Harris Theater stage with its spring series of joy next week. Now, this is some of the most dynamic, cutting-edge contemporary dance made by the world's leading choreographers right here in Chicago. I'm excited for Echoes of Our Ancestors by Maria Torres, among other creators. But you can only catch it for three performances between May 17th and May 19th. Luckily, CityCast Chicago listeners can get tickets in any section for 20% off using code CityCast online or over the phone. Visit HubbardStreetDance.com for details and use code CityCast. Today on CityCast Chicago, after weeks of road closures and a healthy amount of skepticism from city residents, NASCAR weekend is almost here. And whether you're trying to avoid the area, enjoy the race, or you just want to know why Chicago is doing this at all, we've got everything you need to know. It's Thursday, June 29th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is what Chicago is talking about. First, here's what's happening at Grand Park this weekend. The races are Saturday and Sunday along portions of Columbus Drive, Jackson Boulevard, Michigan Avenue, Roosevelt Road, Balbo Drive, and DuSable Lakeshore Drive. Plus, there are concerts. Tickets start at $269 for a two-day pass, but the races will also be broadcasted on NBC. Hey, Chicago newsletter editor Sidney Madden has got a guy with all of these details, plus more on road closures and other events happening outside of downtown this weekend. Find it in the show notes and make sure you sign up for our newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. So when we polled our CityCast listeners and Hey Chicago readers, the vast majority of you said this whole NASCAR thing is a bad idea. You said it would be noisy and crowded. We've all seen the traffic or had our bus rerouted, plus pollution, not to mention the politics of it all. As reader Nick C. put it, frankly, it just feels like yet another decision that impacts all of us, but was made over our heads without any of our input and without any real benefit to any of us. But some of you have more mixed opinions. Hey, CityCast, this is Joel calling from Lakeview. Here's my take on NASCAR. It's going to be noisy. It's disruptive. It's hypocritical with all of the street racing noise nonsense that we've been hearing about. But I actually think it's going to be a good thing. Chicago has been a punching bag in the national media. And I think that a lot of the NASCAR viewers are probably among those who are fed that dishonest and harmful storyline. But when those NASCAR fans come to Chicago or see it on TV, they'll experience a little more of that beautiful Chicago reality themselves that we know and love. And maybe they won't quite buy into that politicized storyline as much. And if that's what happens, well, that'll be a good thing. What Joel is talking about seems to be part of the goal here, according to Don Engel. He teaches sports communication at DePaul University, and he explains why Chicago and NASCAR are doing all of this. Don, welcome to CityCast Chicago. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. NASCAR has promoted this as their first ever street race. Why do you think Chicago pushed so hard to bring the race to the loop? Well, it's a tremendous uh, opportunity from a number of perspectives. The first is that Chicago is going to draw NASCAR fans from all throughout the Midwest. 
And so all the hotels are full. All the restaurants will be booked. Meg Miles says it's a $100 million plus weekend for this race. So that's, uh, that's the obvious economic benefit to the city. But I think also the city is looking to promote itself as a larger scale event uh, marketing place to come. Uh, so the NASCAR series, uh, series really taking over the loop for a couple of days is really going to be exciting. And it's going to draw a different kind of fan which is what is going to appeal so much to NASCAR. What do you mean by that in terms of not only positioning Chicago as, you know, a place for these type of events? Because I'm like, we've had the NBA All-Star Game. We had the WNBA All-Star Game. Obviously, we haven't had the Super Bowl uh, here, and, and maybe that'll change in years to come. But, you know, it is a place where, you know, music artists are constantly coming through. You see big sports events. What's so major about this particular race? Well, I think for NASCAR, you know, television ratings have been declining for five years or more, uh, and they've they've lost millennials and Gen Z audiences uh, who kind of grew up with it, but then just walked away from it a little bit. So bringing a race in the city appealing, particularly to Gen Z, because they love special events, and also millennials love special events. And as long as the weather holds up, uh, I think the turnout from those audience is a real opportunity for NASCAR to bring back more fans and some who have walked away from the sport in the past several years. We talk a lot about reaching new fans. Who is this event really for, the NASCAR diehards or for, you know, bringing in people who might not be familiar but want to see, you know, Fast and the Furious in the streets without, you know, of course, the, the spaceships? Sure. Well, of course, it's everybody. You know, NASCAR wants everybody. Uh, so that's the short answer. But, you know, you start out with the diehard NASCAR fans who get to see and experience this in a totally new and different venue. It's a thrilling visual backdrop, of course. Uh, it's a, you know, once in a uh, in the country, you know, there's probably three or four places that could look as appealing as this course does with uh, for this race with the city of Chicago and like Michigan and everything else. Um, it's just beautiful. And, you know, for, for NASCAR, again, they can bring, they can attract their NASCAR fans from places like Indy and St. Louis and Milwaukee and Iowa and places like that. So the race itself uh, and the, you know, the racing itself is going to be different, new, exciting, and kind of once, you know, once in a lifetime. But also uh, reaching the new fans and showing them NASCAR in this exciting venue and this new way uh, could have a lasting impact. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patients' smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you can transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, 
your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. What has to happen this weekend for this event to be considered a success by, by both sides? No injury accidents. Accidents happen, uh, but uh, nothing with serious injuries. Um, total safety, which I think the course has done a, they've done a really good job of protecting the fans with the design of the course. And the, uh, you know, the final thing is, uh, you know, three of the top five drivers finishing in the top five uh, would also be good because they've got the most loyal fans. I've seen some of the breakdown of like what the course will look like. I've seen some of the construction sites and the traffic jams, but can you speak a little bit more to the specifics of how they're going to protect fans? From what all the media coverage I've seen says is that they've put a special emphasis on bringing it very close to the fans, seeing it, seeing them come by often. I believe that the amount of time and attention that NASCAR put into this and the amount of support they got from the city of Chicago uh, with the streets and sand people, uh, you know, having everything ready to go fairly early. Uh, and even though that did cause some traffic jams, you know, they weren't too bad. You know, I, I, I was potentially in one one night and all I had to do was turn two blocks early and cut around and miss Jackson and I was fine. <laughs> Our producer is convinced it's going to spin out into the lake. I, I keep telling them I feel like it's just far enough away and with all of the additional turns they're built in. Maybe it won't happen, but but they're convinced. Your job is to look at it from all perspectives, and that's uh, that's a great idea. However, I think it's, uh, uh, I think it's a 90-plus percent uh, uh, sure thing, positive event with uh, no serious side effects uh, expected. You're obviously covering this from an events perspective, but how do you feel personally? We worked on NASCAR in 2020, and I got more interested in NASCAR than I had been previously. For me, the excitement is is really strong, and I think that it's a such a positive for both the city and for NASCAR. And I think the beautiful images that will come through, those will last a long time. You know, we'll see them being posted in social media during the race. We'll see them afterwards. Uh, and I think those images are going to are gonna live on. And I think it's something that NASCAR can then take to other markets in the future. And I think for Chicago, we can attract more similar kinds of events like this. See how that goes. About $100 million extra over this Thursday and Friday is going to be and, you know, money in the bank for, for people who need it because travel and tourism has obviously been down for a long time. So this gets, sort of puts an exclamation point on all of that. We have heard from a few uh, listeners, residents of Chicago who, you know, they don't see what the benefit is. They don't they don't watch NASCAR. They're not fans. They only, you know, come up with the traffic. What, what would you say to those people who just want to avoid it? Well, they can avoid it. You know, I mean, it's easily avoidable, you know, and uh, uh, it's only two days. And like I said, the streets and, and sand people are going to put everything, tear everything down and, and get the streets open on July 3rd. And as long as everything is back to normal for the 4th of July, so we can have another million and a half people downtown um, for the 4th, uh, everything will, will work out just fine.
Well, Don, I appreciate you for making time for CityCast today uh, to talk us through this uh, this real cool event that's coming up. Well, thanks so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Don may be on to something about NASCAR trying to broaden its audience. Sure, Chicago is no stranger to street races, but I don't personally know a lot of NASCAR fans. So I was a little surprised at just how excited some of my friends are for this event. What's going on? It's Adam from South Shore. I'm looking forward to hearing that rubber burn and watching NASCAR on Lakeshore Drive in our beautiful city of Chicago. Yo, Chevy, reporting from the south side of Chicago. I will be live and direct at the event, trying to see these cars do things I've never seen done legally on the streets of Chicago. So it's going to be lit time, good atmosphere. You know, first city in America to do it. Why not be the go? Yo, it's Jonathan from South Shore. Uh, I'm excited about the NASCAR race because I've seen on video games that I've played during my childhood, all of these races going on in these different cities and it's kind of tripped out to see it happening in my city. This is Josh from Hyde Park. Very excited for NASCAR to be here in Chicago. I feel as though the layout of the city is perfect for it. And then the excitement and energy it will bring will mesh well with everything else that's going on as far as summertime Chicago goes. Still, there are a lot of questions about how big events like this and our public parks benefit the people of Chicago, especially when NASCAR is projected to bring in just a third of the amount of money that, say, uh, a Lollapalooza will later this summer. Y'all also have some thoughts about how we can make these events work better for Chicagoans. Hey, CityCast. This is Viral from Rogers Park. Uh, and I have a lot of thoughts on NASCAR. Uh, you know, on one hand, I see where everyone's coming from regarding the frustration of giving private companies control and access of our public land. It's a huge disruption to the people who live there, to the people who commute in and around there. And also, I think it's uh, kind of frustrating when we're in this uh, climate where we're talking about transportation and, you know, moving away from cars, that we're celebrating and promoting uh, an industry of all cars. But on the other hand, look, this is going to make so much money for the city, millions of dollars in tax revenue. It's going to support our hospitality industry, our restaurant industry, which have been heavily hit by COVID. And so sort of the compromise that I feel is appropriate is in line with what State Representative LaShawn Ford has proposed for Riot Fest. Uh, which is that there should be a 2% like special event tax applied um, to raise revenue to help support that immediate area. We can build more bike lanes, support uh, more bus-only lanes, and improve transit uh, movement in and around Grant Park. And so I feel like that's the appropriate compromise, in my opinion, where, you know, we want the cool events to happen, but we want to make sure that when they make money, that money is going to that area and improving it so that, you know, we're not just having these private companies make bank uh, off of public land, and then we don't see any of the payoff. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Chicago's air quality continues to suffer due to Canadian wildfire smoke. The haze is expected to improve today, but officials are still recommending masking and limiting outdoor activities where possible. Chicago Board of Education President Miguel Del Valle is stepping down tomorrow after four years leading the board. It'll be up to Mayor Brandon Johnson to appoint a replacement. Starting next year, Chicago will begin transitioning to an elected school board. 
and some good news. Antojitos, Chicago's two-day Latin American comedy fest starts tomorrow at I.O. Theater in Lincoln Park before moving to the Logan Square Improv Theater Saturday. You can check the show notes for more info and tickets. As always, we appreciate you for listening. Make sure you're following along with our daily newsletter, Hey Chicago, at chicago.citycast.fm. We're back bright and early tomorrow to break down some key stories from the week. I'll talk to you then. Peace. But Kobe, you told us about that earlier. Why are you repeating it? Because it's the best damn newsletter in Chicago, and I shouldn't have to repeat myself, but I will. Until every single one of you 2.7 million individuals are signed up. (laughs) We will take over the world.